Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It worked on Avengers because starts off he says, uh, but he says you know talks about being sad and he's gloomy, but he wants you to sing a song that's going to make you happy because at the end of very poor plays you get to see Hawkeye and his kids fade away. I know that was a good camera There, but I didn't. It was weird not waiting like for credit. I'm gonna get into that too because I have some questions about this, about what Cap did. Oh, well, actually, I looked. I read like the article. Yeah, I have problems. Other things that lead into the don't make any sense. I hope so because I have a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> 
96 pitches, the XD Oh, is experience. it 196? Yep, 196. Uh, feeling like I'm up in the G6. Can't use six and six. Hanging out with your mom, watching Netflix. Burning some sticks. Burning some sticks with my friends in the Hicks. <laughs> what? It was good? Yeah, it was all right. It was all right. It was all right. Trying to think of other words that rhyme with it. I know we can never we can never think of this, and then after the show we're like, oh shit, yeah, this will rhyme with it. Bix, Twix. While eating, while eating some Twix. Yeah, while eating some Twix. Left or right? Still fucking playing. <laughs> left or right Twix. On your left. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, is that really? Yeah. I don't know what people consider spoils spoilers anymore. <clears throat> On your left. All right, guys, we are the XD Experience. I'm Inspector Gidget. I love you, 3000. I love you, 3000. You don't remember that? That was, the best. that was one of the best parts of the whole movie. How do you not remember him saying, I love you, 3000? Can you give me a second? I only seen it once. I've seen it twice. Yeah, lucky But the first him. time, that was still one of my, fav- my, my favorites. Maybe when we it. start talking about it again. God, it was weird because it was so late. We couldn't even like talk about it afterwards because we both it was like 12 o'clock at night. It was late. So like and we couldn't even like discuss it. I had I to work too in the morning, so it was just like, damn, man. Thanks well, for sitting in silence with me. <laughs> Hello, silence, Jesus. My old can I just friend. say, people need to have better movie etiquette. That woman by me was getting on my last nerve. I didn't. I never had a problem with the people next, yeah. next to me. First of all, you I were mean, like, I mean, you didn't go in. You were like, some. I think someone. Well, I did go in, and I walked up there, and I looked at them, and I looked at them, and then I was like, sitting there, like, maybe if I act like I'm gonna walk away, maybe they'll they'll, they'll realize that they're in the wrong seats. And then when we came back, they were still in the fucking yeah. wrong seats. And, and then like, like the girl just looked at me because I'm like, oh, you guys. Are... First of all, I ran into the movie theaters because we were, I was running late. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, you guys are in our seats, and she's just like, what? I'm like, you're in our seat. <laughs> I'm like, you got to move down. Move. And, and she was just like, <sighs> like, you sat in the wrong it's seat, a bitch. Fine seat, bitches. That's why we have them. Why would you even think about sitting in the seat? Why? Why? What was the reason? You see once you see one seat on side of you and one on the other side of your other partner. You think that these aren't together? Like, what the frick are you talking about? Freaking moron. Frickity you frick frick. And then she start. Then she was snoring. She fell asleep. She's one of those. Did girls. she really? Yeah. And she got up twice. Yeah, she got up twice. And then she had freaking nachos, and she was just like in the little thing, making all this fucking ruckus. Like, bitch, shut up. The guy next to me was really cool. He like gave me a hand job and everything. Oh, really? Oh, lucky <laughs> you. I was ready to beat this bitch with a bat, man. I was. I, I even went in the next day. I was talking about it with my boss at work. I was like, yo, she fucking pissed me off, man. <laughs> mm. Alright, so we are the XT Experience, guys I'm Agent M I already did this I know, but I feel like we didn't I'm do it I'm Inspector right. Gidget And we are here to uh, Make love uh, to your eardrums Make love to your ears While Bounce feeling Like we're In the rears In the rears? Sure, I don't know I 
can't think I of mean, anything. Captain America's ass was front and center. In, in that movie. is America's so, ass. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into America's ass in a little bit. We're, we're going to have a lot of stuff to talk about. Yes. All right. Let's jump into this. Uh, Tucker and Dale. Yeah. So they're not doing a movie. What, they're, what they think they're going to do is like a series. Which is, I think, is better in the long run. Yeah, so do I. You can tell a little bit more in that. So we'll see what's going to happen with that. I mean, because we've been waiting for a Tucker and Dale vs. Evil sequel for how long? 27 years. It has not been 27 <laughs> years. Isn't that the time when Jeepers Creepers comes out? I don't know. Every 27 years? Something like that. February or April or something? Probably. I don't know. But yeah, so don't lose hope on that, guys. We are going to get a Tucker and Dale somehow. Because do you know what hope does? What? It floats. Yes, hope floats. That's a good movie, actually. Sandy Bullock. Remember that? Yeah. I know. Why, you, why do you think I made the Sorry. reference, for fuck's sake? Okay, I'm just saying. Do you remember that? Do you remember that? Yeah. Do you remember that? All right, guys. Ted Bundy. Yeah, what about uh, it? The movie's going to be coming out May 3rd on Netflix. May, I thought it was May 2nd. No, May mm. 3rd. Okay. May thrice. Cool. Because today's May. Yeah, May 1st, right? Yeah. I just can't stop thinking about Justin Timberlake. <laughs> he even posted a meme about it. What? It, the, it's gonna be May, but it's he sounds like he's saying May. I don't know. I haven't seen that. And I, apparently, I, I don't know. There's apparently all these memes going around because I don't ever get on so, so social media. I, this I re- one's been going around for ten years. I know, but Irene said something about it's a Justin Timberlake. Irene said something <laughs> about a Justin Timberlake meme today, and I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Cause it's May, so even he took. He okay. Went, okay. Whatever. Cool. He even went and posted something about it. it All right, it's cool, going to be May. It is May. I know. It's gonna be May. I get it. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really though? Yeah. Do you really get it? It's gonna be May. There we go. All right. <laughs> now you're in the cool kids gang. <laughs> uh, yeah. So May third. Oh, Santa Clara to diet got canceled. I'm very upset. Got the axe. Let me just tell you something. Now Netflix is talking about how they're not going to... Netflix gonna... said, Adiogen! I'm getting real fed up with Netflix. Because now they're saying that they're going to have to do ads, that they can't stay ad-free because blah, 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 whatever. Well, why don't they stop fucking canceling everything everybody likes? Because nobody watches it. Everybody pirate shit. That's honestly... But it. people do watch it, though. Not enough. I most, think... most people today consume media pirated. But I don't. You do. Very rarely. Look, I'm going to not sit here and bullshit. I have 90... Amazon Prime. I have Comcast. I, do t- I have, I have Netflix. shit. I have shit. But when it's all on one app and I don't have to leave that app, it's just as easy just to click I over guess, to but it. I'm just saying, Netflix, don't sit there and say you but can't do this, you can't got do that, fire, but you keep... Everybody's got the fire sticks Like, and do all we that. really need a third season of Stranger Things? Like, really? I want it. Really? I don't give a shit about Santa Claus. Clara to diet, but I, I would rather have Stranger Things, yes. Because you've never watched it. I did watch. You watched one episode. No, I watched like three. Lies. No, I Lies. watched like three. Lies. Lies. It's all in what you like. But, right. I mean, I, honestly, if people want shows not to get canceled, because it seems like there's this big flux of popular shows getting canceled, they need to start actually paying for things. Because people don't know if people, people are watching it. Another thing people should 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 be doing mm-hmm. is they should be social media hashtagging that stuff. Yeah. Like because that stuff means something when a company can see, oh, 
these people like this when it's there when when there's a hashtag like something something that can bring what i really really hate and that's what i do every time i find a show that i like you know i say hey watch this i post it whatever i post a quick video like um i was even like talking about like the tick because like a lot of people out there are saying that it's not going to get a third season because the second season isn't being watched as much blah, blah blah and i'm just that's fine if you especially okay if the show if it's fine if you want to cancel a show, but why as viewers should we invest any of our time when they don't even give us closure with any of these shows? Why do you think I didn't watch The Punisher? Yeah, no, I understand that. But you know what I mean? Like, why should we invest all our time when you're just going to... And then the story just ends sporadically. That's what sucks about this. It's like, okay, well, this show looks cool, but am I really going to invest two years that's and been then my biggest problem with shows for the past couple of years yeah. I, I that's been i've been saying that for a while that's why i didn't watch a lot of these shows because i feel like if you're gonna like tease me with it and then just take it away i, I how am i supposed to give a shit yeah like as viewers like wh- why can't we get that final season or get that you know nail in the coffin and i hate to keep bringing back up Endgame, but i keep saying that but <sighs> that's one thing that Endgame did it closed yes, stories it's tied it up neatly and topped with a perfect little bell I don't know about that, but it definitely ties. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, just I can't. I don't know. Most of the time, I can't even, and I end up watching a bunch of old shows because I'm like, well, at least they went on eight seasons. <laughs> I try and always watch, you know, new content. I always try and move around. And, like happy, I'm. I'm not okay. So this season isn't really isn't as good as the first. I mean, it's still good. It still makes me laugh. It's still interesting. But if they end it this season i think that they'll wrap up the whole storyline of the first season and i'd be happy if they don't do a third season you'd be happy with happy yeah (laughs) i'd be happy without happy Uh, now what we do in the shadows that show um it both happy and um what we do in the shadows premiere on wednesdays i haven't even watched that show yet it's actually really fucking good really Mm -hmm. fucking good um so if you get around to it and they're each like you know quick shows it's it's funny and you'll be hooked as soon as as soon as you see the first episode you'll be hooked Mm -hmm. But yeah, so that's going on. So FX on that. But it just sucks. I can't even like, I see preview for show and I'm like, oh, that's cool. I don't know. (laughs) And Um, it sucks because TV was getting like a resurgence. I think it still is. And movies were kind of like, but now I'd rather just watch a movie. I think it. I still prefer TV over movie, but it haven't said that. Um, I, you know, it just it is what it is. But uh, you know, I've been saying that for years. Like, you know, if you guys want this stuff to stay around, you, you got to support it. You got to buy the content. You got to somehow. I mean, look, I'm not gonna sit here and bullshit you and say I I do that because mm-hmm. I don't. Most of the stuff I watch is it's it's through like you know, uh, an app. You know, that's getting it however it gets it. But I do try and hashtag stuff. I mm-hmm. do try and go on there. And, you know, uh, go on Instagram and I'll, I'll post stuff, you know, and I, I will try and include those people. I, you know, just like Blue Book, I was posting a lot about Blue Book back then and I was tagging yeah. that guy in it and it caught his attention, mm-hmm. you know. But I think that, st- that stuff is important. If you want this stuff to stay around, you have to support it yeah. in some way. I agree. Even if you're not, you know, paying to watch it, you got to support it in like, some uh, way. Jessica Jones is coming out soon. I'm just like, why? I won't even watch it. <laughs> like, it just sucks. Um, but yeah, DC, I'm um, not DC. Disney streaming is going to start in November, but I'm just like, damn, man. It is what it is. <sighs> and Whatever. I, you know, a lot of times I don't even give a shit about that because I'm going to watch it how I watch yeah, it. Yeah, I feel you. So, I don't know. But, you know, I, I, look, 
it just goes back to if you want these things to stay around, you got to pump money into the machine. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it works. Yeah. Or else it'll go. I get you. I got you. Did we talk about Chucky? <laughs> I fucking love Mark Hamill. Let's play the trailer. I haven't seen the trailer. I saw the picture and I'm very disappointed. It, it looks actually pretty good. Does the trailer give it justice for the fresh faced Chucky doll that he has. Looks, he looks fine. Has the He looks fine. Has the silky cheek. He looks fine. I don't even know why people are. He looks like the that. thing from Shrek. The prince from Shrek. He looks yeah, fine. No, he doesn't. In con- you got. In, okay. In the movie, he, he looks fine. I don't know why people are all weird about that. It's a weird doll. Well, like I said, I just seen a, a picture. I didn't see a trailer. So let's see this. Something's wrong with Chucky. Every plaza is my girl. She's the mom. Andy, I know this move has been really tough, but this is supposed to be a new start for us, remember? You said you were going to try to make new friends. Buddy can connect to and control all of your Caslin products and smart home devices. Oh. Introducing your new best friend. at all. Mark Hamill sounds so great. Mom, I need to tell you something. And I need you to believe me. I think Chucky did something. something you better tell me something's wrong with chucky buddy can connect to and control chucky is a toy he could be anywhere welcome to gasoline car we have to stop him Andy. <laughs> he sounds fucking creepy Good as fuck. Night, Andy. I don't uh, maybe, fine. maybe. We'll fine. see. Like, I don't I look at that trailer and I'm so like, So is it gonna be a de- de- like more of like a hacking thing? Like someone hacked into Chucky, or is it gonna be more of like the dynamic No, I think it's, it's the same story. It's just more modern take. I don't think there's gonna be any hacking. I just think that it's just more modern. I'm like, take the way on. they made it, like well, it looks better than that sex. fucking version of Chucky. Well, yeah, the first the first version was actually an actual person in a costume in the first movie. Did you know that? Um, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, that was it. Was a, um, it was a person in a costume. Um, because I thought that guy. What guy? The guy who did the original Chucky. The kid, or the actual. The actor. Yeah, it was a guy in a costume. I don't playing Chucky. Let's look that in up. the first one. Yeah, it's definitely. I don't one. know. I don't think so. Yeah, no, no, I know that. I don't know about this preview. I don't know. Yes, yeah, it was like it had its uh, things, but like. Um, no, that wasn't a guy in a costume. Here, I'm going to show you. Hold on. Chucky. Mm-mm. Costume. Yeah, it was an actual person. 
Original? That's what made it so, like... See, it keeps saying voice actor. Here is... The guy. What is your, your favorite Chucky kill? Do you have a favorite Chucky Not that guy in the seat. A favorite Chucky kill? Um... You know, I don't get to do them. I know, I know. It's I not. just do the voice. <laughs> and, um... Yeah, so it's not... And, it um, is. I'm I, looking it up. Hold you on. You know, the, the hard He's part not in that of, costume. <laughs> of doing all of that is the ADR that comes afterwards. No, I'm saying that they actually... dying. That's so difficult because it, I have to... It takes so long. Maybe. I mean, that might be an actor in there, but it's not that guy. No, it's not that guy, but it was an actor. Like, it wasn't just... A doll that they had sitting there like the first one they actually had like an actor in there they they made him look like you know he was a doll i'm trying to find the cast so i can look it up but anyways i don't know if i'm excited about that uh, it looks fine to me i don't know alex vincent as andy barclay andy do you think that's where they got the name andy for uh toy, toy story 3 Maybe he was a hero to me Live with Bruce Wayne. It's going to change your life forever. Dandy from Toy Story. I don't know. It's it's this is the guy. It's me, Chucky. What do you think? Well, I would tell people that um, I played Chucky, but I will not take 100% credit for it. You know, I am not Chucky. We have seven or ten puppeteers that gave, you know, Chucky his physical... Um, personality, the writers who gave um, Chuck his character, Brad Dourif, who did the voice, and me, who allowed Chucky to move without cables, because the, the puppet was attached to cables. And so you can take a puppet and you can make him leave a scene by saying, I'm out of here. Cut. Because as far as he can go. You know, that's as far as he can go. Then they would put me, and I would do the exact same thing. See you later. And I could actually get up and leave. Then the, the magic of editors, they, they put the two together. So I basically, in the first child's play, shot almost everything that Chucky shot. And the editors chose what to use and what not to use. But you also have to understand, I'm 33% bigger than Chucky. So all my sets had to be 33% bigger. So the living room, you know, the, the sofa would be 30% bigger. Uh, the kitchen sink would be 30% higher. But they went to the nth degree. The light switch was 33% bigger. The screws that screwed in the wall plates were 33% bigger. No, they went to the nth degree, to the doorknobs, to everything. And then I basically did no scenes with any humans. Because no. I, uh, they can't make, unless they cast... Two Chris Sarandons, one six foot six, and one's five ten. You know what I'm saying? They couldn't do that, and so a lot of that would be, you know, they would have Chris Sarandon would hold Chucky the puppet, and it it would be animatronic, so he could be flailing one hand with the knife at Chris, had to be and Chris would say, you know, and just throw it down, and then turn the camera. There's no humans in the frame, and it's an extra big room. Makes me look smaller, I would jump up and run away. But there was no humans in the in the room. See? I knew it was something like that. <laughs> A little bit of everything in that one. <clears throat> that would be terrifying. 
Yeah, an animatronic doll slashing a knife. Yeah. Wonder where that doll is today. I don't know. I, you know, what's funny. The other day I was going on Facebook memories and I seen the picture of, I think it's you or Sean. And then I'm sitting like a doll, but then there's a doll for Corky. Oh, <laughs> Which that. is like Chucky, I guess. Yeah. Or what was Corky? Corky was a knockoff Chucky. I'll explain this in a minute. Um, can, so we got to, I got to talk about this. Okay. What is this? Oh, Sonic. I haven't seen it. I'm I don't know why. I'm excited Are for this. In? And I'm not a Jim Carrey fan. And I'm not usually in for these like Disney feel type movies. It's not a Disney movie, but it kind of feels like that. You still got to watch the Jim Carrey um, show on uh, But HBO. fuck. I mean, this is fun. Player one. And I loved that game when I was a kid. Energy surge knocked out power what? across the entire Pacific Northwest. Like, this needs someone who can figure it. out exactly what we're dealing with. You're not suggesting who I think you're suggesting. We have no choice. What the? <gasps> Are you in charge here? Yes, I am. Nope. My wrong. Wait. I'm in charge. Allow me to clarify. In a sequentially ranked hierarchy based on level of critical importance, the disparity between us is too vast to quantify. Agent Stone. The doctor thinks you're basic. Listen, pal, I don't know if you realize who- I'm sorry, Major. What was your name? Benny. Nobody cares! <laughs> All right. SFPD! Uh, meow? He does look like the little thing from Come on. Okay, pal, I want answers. Basically, it looks like I'm gonna have to save your planet. No, but thank you for asking. Uh-oh. Whatever this creature is, our job is to secure it, neutralize it, see what makes it tick. Nine million steps today. Stay in there and be quiet. How much longer? I can't breathe in here. Do you have your child in that bag? No. I mean, yes, it's a child, but it's not mine. <laughs> it's not your child. It smells like body spray in an old ham sandwich. No, it looks fun, but when are we gonna get a uh, uh, Crash Bandicoot movie? That'd be awesome. Uh, I think they tried that. Really? At that point. I think they did. Do you think Harmony would still be scared if they had the falling head? <laughs> Remember, she would always freak out. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, they did release the Swamp Thing trailer. Oh, they did. 
Wait, they only had the teaser last time, right? Yeah, yeah a trailer now. Okay. It looks dope. So we're going to check that out here as soon as I can skip past these ads. Fucking YouTube, man. Here we go. Looks dope. Be dope. That looks really good, actually. But that's weird that they only released it like. How long ago did they release it? Last what, week. The trailer. Yeah. Last week. Oh, so they give it like a month. I got gotcha. you. Mm, about that. What is? Um, did you hear that Marvel's actually um trying to do a uh, behind the scenes um cameo of Stan Lee like little short? I yeah. think that'd be cool to see his behind the scenes. Even though Kevin Smith did say that it was kind of sad. Or they told Kevin Feige told him that he was sad during the last Avengers because he was like pretty much gone at that point. But he looked good. <laughs> I mean, they kind of—I don't know—it looked good for what I saw. I don't think there's any other trailers really though. But I do want to play something. Mm-hmm. What what's Will Smith in? A new one. What is it for? I'm trying to think of the name of it. It looks actually looks pretty dope. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. All it's right, like, then we you shall get to, check You it get out. to see a young Will Smith with an old Will Smith. Kinda but not like, his son, right? No. Kind of like Cap on Cap. Okay. Or Robert on Robert. Did, we didn't ego see that. Ego on ego. We didn't see that, though. <laughs> oh, Gemini Man. Here you go. All right. Really I, I'm excited now. to present to you right now the world premiere of the Gemini Man trailer. We're on set. The movie's not even done yet. That's how hot. It's so hot that we're going to like so show hot. you the trailer before the movie's finished. Oh, that was a good shot with the sun in the background. The technology on this movie is is crazy. I want y'all to see this. Check it out. World I'm premiere. You saw it Gemini. here first. Trailer Gemini Man. This looks interesting. Tell me something. Why is it so hard for you to kill this man? He knew every move of mine before I made it. I'd have him right there. I'd take the shot. That's weird. And he'd be gone like a ghost. Do you really want to live forever? 
is he? as good as you. He is you. 25 years ago, they made you from me. They chose me because there's never been anybody like me. We have to end this right now. You have all of his gifts without his pain. You made a person out of another person. Then you sent me to kill him. A choice to do this to me. This thing that you are struggling with is fear. Embrace it and then overcome it. Of all the people in the world to come after me, why would he send you? I think it's interesting as fuck. It looks pretty cool. I look. Um, I feel like it could be a really cool movie to watch. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. We shall see. We There's shall see. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. They couldn't do a, a little bit older Will Smith. No. Like you need Fresh really Prince. Young. You need Fresh Prince. But he wasn't even that young in Fresh Prince. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Come on, son. Come on, son. He was like 22 when he did. But Fresh he did Prince. not look that young. Yeah, he did. No, he did not. I'll show you right now. He didn't look that young. I'll show you right now. I don't know. Maybe because they polished his face or something. I don't no. know. It just looked a little odd. It, but Will Smith, when he didn't really ever look that young in Fresh Prince. He did. No, he looked still a little bit older. I'm gonna show you right now. Okay, I'm. I'm. I want. I want them to do a side by side. So I need to find a side by side. I'm not going side by side. I'm just gonna show you Will Smith from the Fresh Prince. But I'm just gonna show you the intro. Yeah, but I mean, look at him. He's had the electrolytes <laughs> meet vitamins. Electrolytes. This. Thanks. By the way, guys, electrolytes is just salt. Look at him. He looks just like that. No. That's the same age. No. Yeah, it is. They made him look weird. Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. And I'd like to take yeah, a minute no. and just sit right there. I'll tell he you how I became the, the prince of a town called Bella. Because he's not real. I get that. But at the same time, like, the like, why couldn't they do it? Like, That's him, the age. like. In Why would you do that? It doesn't well, make sense. Will Smith. Why would you not? My Will Smith is Wild Wild West. Yeah, we all know what Will Smith thinks of Wild Wild West. <laughs> he apologized to everybody. <laughs> Literally apologized to everybody. Shut the fuck up. I was like, my bad. Oh, there's a new Adam Sandler and Aniston, Jennifer Aniston thing coming out on Netflix. Right. I don't want to give it away. It was the butler. The butler did it. Yes. Leave my books alone, okay? Just let me read. Timber. What brings you across the pond? It's my honeymoon. Where's your husband? Dead. Asleep. Dave's dead de asleep. <laughs> Sir, if you don't return to your seat, I'm gonna have to Orlando call Orlando Bloom. Hey, hi, honey. We've actually been married for 15 years, but yep. we just have been very, 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 very busy. Flushing. I yeah. doing it extra hard tonight. <laughs> Is that marriage life? 
drink Charles right there. He's inviting us to spend the weekend with him on a yacht. Crushing the party with civilians. You're an actress, right? Grace Ballard. Oh! I am Nick Spitz. This is my wife, Allison. I can't Audrey, believe it. Audrey. I'm Audrey. I said Audrey! <laughs> you have a fool around on a boat. I just lay here and the boat does all the work. It's like clue on a boat. Now. It's a foot long now. <laughs> Will you listen to my husband? He's a detective. I'll put it back. Don't put it back. <laughs> my name is Inspector Laurent Delacroix. I will now summon you for questioning. Why is that smoke ring so good? How did he do that? Uh, you notice anything out of the ordinary? But we didn't do this. Someone's trying to frame us. We do things together, so can we please just figure this out? It's just like death in the library. What happens in death in the library? They died. That's why it's called death in the library. <laughs> you guys are all over the news. They say you killed someone. Do you think that's possible with your aim? Shoot at him! Those were warning shots, honey! <laughs> We're gonna do this. We gotta look confident. What the? Oh, are you kidding I'm so me? Sorry, oh, I don't know go, what to say. go, go, <laughs> go! You have any idea how gorgeous you look? Oh, I love you. That was sweet. Look what you just made me do. <laughs> First of all, Adam Sandler ain't getting Jennifer Aniston. They've, been done, they've done oh, a lot of movies. Damn, she's good looking. Yeah, still. she's she's really good looking. That looks pretty good, though. I'm not going to lie. Even though I didn't watch his last... No. I heard his comedy stand-up is actually really fucking good on Netflix. The one I think it was released like the end of 2018. I heard that was actually really good. Did you hear about Ghost Rider? Uh, it's yeah. getting a new series. Hulu. Mm -hmm. Are we gonna invest our time into that? I don't know. <laughs> At this point, I'm just like, fuck. It'll be canceled in a week. Yeah, I mean, it's just it sucks, man. Uh, the Indian Army claims to have found evidence of the Yeti. Yes. They found footprints, right? Correct. Yeah. So yeah, they found footprints in the thing. Can <coughs> Can we play this trailer here for the new Men in Black? Yes, because that was adorable. Can I? You know who the voice is? This guy, right? No, don't tell me. Let me listen to it again. All right. This was. Did you watch Twilight Zone yet? No. Right. <sighs> Everyone downed it. Everyone I know is downed it. It's not it. great. Uh, Want to know it. why a sausage the guy, the guy who does the voice of that little creature, is in the first episode of the Twilight Zone as the main character. So the egg stays in the McMuffin the guy's instead of on your shirt. You're welcome. It's, it's time so to cool. wake up breakfast with McDonald's. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Tessa well, Thompson. Yeah, I'm driving. They cut a lot of like um, are a rumor. Scenes, I think recognizable only yeah. as deja vu In Westworld, and dismissed just as quickly. We are the best kept secret in the universe. I know. I want in. You erased my parents' memories, but you didn't get mine. It took me 20 years kid to they, find they, you. They How many people can say that? I found you. Which makes me perfect for this job. 
eight and ten. We may have a problem in London. Welcome, man. You will be with Agent Peach. Carillion scum. And FYI, your little club here sucks. Come on. The world's not gonna save itself. George is funny. He is. I, I'm, that really should be here. Oh, I love this country. Joey? I thought that we were here. We are. Stefano, would you, Freddy? You go to H. What happened here? What do you think happened? We got our asses kicked. Sorry. Wait, are you a queen? Hmm? Indeed she is. I pledge loyalty eternal to you. No, 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 I'm not interested. Too late, I already pledged the loyalty. I wish you'd said no, no, no before. <laughs> that guy's You've funny as fuck. Well. Like they can take the form of anyone. I haven't seen that before. Even our own agents. Do we have a plan? You know, sometimes you have to trust your gut. He's like, just do it. Like, listen to Black has been compromised. Trust no one. Do we protect the Earth? That means everyone and everything on it. Yeah, baby! We are the men in black. The men and women in black. Yeah, ha. perfectly done. Are you suggesting that we try oh, yeah. the most powerful weapon in the galaxy for fun? Do it. Press the button. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Turn it up a few. Oh! Oh! I think it looks fun. I'm always the one that just do it. Do it. Do it. Let me show you. Uh... <laughs> yeah, who is he? I'm so excited. It I'll looks good, you. even though it does you... look like they cut a lot of Liam Neeson scenes. I don't know if you noticed from the first trailer. So he was in the main episode of the first one. Let's see. I still gotta watch it. What are the reviews saying about it? Like people like. <sighs> look, if you're a Twilight Zone fan, fuck yeah, the Phillies just came back. Look, I just okay. Time out. <laughs> It, it was just two, two to one, and then I look up and it says four to two. The Phillies are up Ooh, now. So I'll be there Friday. Looks like it's two to four, not two to one. That's why I said it was two to one, two to one. Oh, and now okay. It's four I'm sorry. To two. You're talking kind of slurry. Well, you're not listening. Suckering, sucker that. Harper, zero for three. Damn. Yeah, this right. is Franco. Uh, clears the bases with a double in the seventh. Twilight Zone 2019. So, okay, if you're a Twilight Zone a fan. Uh, I think you just need to kind of stick with it. But, um, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, let's see. It's called The Comedian. The Comedian. That's the episode title? Yes. Okay. Should I just find his name? No, I'll, I'll tell you his name. I, I, that's not what I, I'm not telling you that because of his name. Oh, then what? I want you to see the trailer for that one. Oh, because okay. that guy that guy is kind of funny, but do uh, it. Just do it. <laughs> Here we go. You'll recognize him when you see him. Right there. Oh yeah, he's been in a lot. He's Hi, Aziz. Hi. Whatever his name is. The audience don't care about what you think. They care about you. What do you want? You happy with your life? With your career? Don't you want it all? More than anything. 
get laughs. You mm. totally killed tonight. You will be successful. Where's our dog? You don't have a dog. <laughs> what did you do to me? Your next stop, the Twilight Zone. Tracy Morgan infected him? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> You have to see the answer. All right. Uh, guys, the Gremlin 3, Gremlins 3 script is finished. They're looking for a reboot. Are we excited about it's this? It's not a reboot. It's not a re- re- reboot. A lot of people oh. are confused. It's not a Is it a just reboot. a continuation? It's a, it's, it's, a, it's a third film in the franchise. It's oh, okay. not a re- re- reboot. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Chernobyl. I haven't seen the trailer yet. See if I can find that. I don't know if that's it. Uh, I think it's premiering on HBO. Actually, Bobby was I telling spell that. Bobby was telling me about it. Uh, you know, um, I recently was going down this whole Chernobyl kick and uh, was wondering why the hell there weren't more stuff on Chernobyl um, because I feel like it's a it's a fucking freaky ass place, but it's not as bad as everybody makes it out. No, to be. it's not actually. It's not as like like yeah there's radiation and there was people that were killed but there wasn't a lo- like but there's no like 17 foot spiders yeah, running around no. out there like people I mean but there is hybrid animals that have learned to yes know, and live no. off the radiation yes of, and but... no well, they haven't learned to live off they're they're dying they're going to die of cancer but they are mu- but, mutated yeah they've evolved sort of well they haven't evolved because they're they are going to die of cancer we don't know that <laughs> no we do know that because they're growing tumors and shit on them so we know that but you know, like there, there's even this whole cult. I don't know how much you've looked into this, but there's this whole cult that lives inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, you know about this? Yeah. Where do they live then? They live right by like, um, I forget what it's called. Cause I did this whole thing about, it was tragic destinations and they were talking about so it. So what these people do is that inside the atrium there, there's this big glass dome and, and they live inside of there. And the guy claims that he, has been infected and that he has withstood the radiation and that everybody that follows behind him can withstand the radiation and they can create this whole new master race of superhumans from the radiation. Be- well, why? Why can't you just be a, a secondary race? Because why would you want to be second place? I don't know. You want to be first. Why don't you just be a unique race? Nobody wants to be first they w- or second. <laughs> they they want to be first. <laughs> If you ain't first or last. All right. Do they have a trailer for this or no? Yeah. Okay. Bobby wasn't the one telling me about it. I haven't seen it yet. So I'm excited. This is what has always set our people apart. A thousand years of sacrifice in our veins. And every generation must know its own suffering. I'm making my peace with it. yours to hell with our lives someone has to start telling the truth when this is over will they be looked after it must be done if you don't things will die Tell me that's not enough. I won't believe you. May 6th. It it seemed more interesting when people were telling me about it than when I seen the trailer. Yeah, it looks kind of rough. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We shall see. What do you think of this uh, mysterious whale found in Norway? 
Do you think it's a, a Russian military weapon? No, I think it's Thor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was wearing a specific harness with a property of. <laughs> what is it? What did it, what did it say? Uh, hold on, let me find it. It's a cute little whale, but like they think that they've trained them to like when someone crosses like the certain area to like nip at their boats to kind of like pull stuff down so they like go away. I guess. Hold on, you gotta start this back in the beginning. Explain what this is first. Have of you all. read this? No, I haven't. That's why I'm asking you. Okay, so there's this there this whale, randomly in Norway, just comes up, up comes up to this boat and and starts pulling down pull, like pulling shit off the off the boat, like scratching it, kind of biting it, you know, like it's teething. And they try to get a closer look. They're like, "What's going on? Like, what the fuck is this?" And they see this huge white How whale. Close? Did it, did they get like a telescope out and like zoom in? No, it was on the ship basically. Right, right, right. right it's right. a beluga whale. And as it got closer... Yo, can I say bugles are delicious? I only like them to make witch fingers. I like them to eat, but whatever. (laughs) That's not what I was talking about. I know, but that's what I was telling you. So it started getting to the... So it got closer to the ship, and as it got closer... See, it got really close to these people. It got close to the shit, for real. So they saw that it was wearing a harness. So can I see this harness? Yes. Do we have a picture of this thing? So I was wearing a harness. No, I don't know if that's... Uh, I'm not seeing anything yet. I'm seeing like oh, bow. what the fuck is this? I don't know. You're a stupid-ass droid. Shut up. Droid. First of all, that's not the noise they make. What do they make now? So it's wearing a, horn, uh, a, a harness. And they think that maybe the Russians have trained these whales to like block their borders. Uh... I don't know if that's true, but I do know that recently it has came out that Russia again has been trying to uh, work with dolphins, which has been uh, it's kind of been a thing for a long time. Yes, it's been a thing for a long time. And actually, I Let's was reading see. the comments on some of this, and it was um, it was like because uh, uh, in the U.S. we've trained dolphins to kind of do we've had training military dolphins a little bit, and they were like, oh, we tell Russia about, it, and they were like, huh, dolphins hold my beer. And they are hold my vodka. I'll get a beluga whale to do this shit. <laughs> so I'm trying. To... It seemed to like really like if you scroll down, you can. So they actually, so they got they were able it's, to take the harness off. It's it's it, it's it's a dog harness is what it is. I mean, I'm looking at it here. It's a dog har- harness. Yeah, and it says property of Saint. I can't, I can't remember the exact um, name, but so is this a military weapon? Was this an escaped animal from the zoo? from a zoo was it someone's pet that was like you know the explanation of everything back in like 1962 (laughs) escape from the zoo it was escaped ape from the zoo um i don't i don't know uh this could be a lot of things or it could be a lot of nothing it's one of those things that is it's definitely weird yes definitely weird so how how does this beluga whale you said it was mm-hmm. how does this beluga whale end up with this harness well it's got to be put on it yes, right definitely it's got to be put on it. because there's no way it's just going to randomly um get this harness wrapped no. around its head so something put it on it um i mean what it could else? be a lot of things yeah i mean besides it, military and the zoo i mean i don't i don't know it's or a are they adapt one. are they evolving and deciding to wear outfits now are they maybe in the BDSM? I don't know. <laughs> so it also says this animal was equipped with a harness that experts said could be used to equip a weapon or camera. So, um, so it's like a surveillance. 
It could be a lot of things. I, you know, th- I mean, seriously, there could be there could be and fifteen it seemed, different it things here. Wasn't scared of people either. There's so many different things that it could be. Um, I, but and they were able to get the harness off, which now I'm like kind of like, okay, well, where did he go? I don't want him to be lost. <laughs> well, they took the harness off. It. Off, yes, so, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Nah, they I lost t- it. Here, let me see. Yeah, they took the harness off. So. Um, I don't know. Did you, did you, that's the harness like yeah, laying I there. I don't know if that's where you were. So there's just like a lot of like theories on what it could be and where it was found, I guess, like not far away is like the mil- like one of the military bases of like Russia. So they think that maybe they're using it to, you know, block off a certain area or like keep that safe. I guess it's better than like dogs or anything. You just have a random big ass so, whale. And this article says, if true, this is not the first time marine mammal has uh, yeah, a. Yeah, no, I'm just reading you what it says here. A marine mammal has been enlisted by the Navy since 1959. The U.S. Marine Mammal Program in Sindhu has been training marine animals, uh, namely bottlenose dolphins and California sea lions. I don't know sea Ooh, lions. I didn't know to that. carry out such, such tasks as detecting and clearing mines, recovering equipment, protecting ships. In fact, teams of aquatic service critters were deployed in both Vietnam and the Iraq Ooh. War. Um, so that's kind of interesting though. Critters? Critters. So it means more more I than know. one species. That's interesting. But um So this whale is is definitely unique. I mean, yeah. it's definitely something. Um, five to two now, bitches. I'm trying to find because it, it was on the inside of the of the actual harness is a name it says like property of like the harness says property of, and I'm trying to find the name. Um, and that's another reason why they thought that it was maybe military. So speaking of military, can we talk about something mil- military? Is it Bigfoot? I think it's better. Okay. Tell me more. Tell me more. Did he put up a fight? No, did she put up a fight? Yeah, I'm saying he. Because... Oh, because it goes with what you're about to talk about? Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I'm trying to say the strange behavior of a whale, which was actively seeking out the vessels and trying to pull straps and ropes from the side of the boat, as well as the fact that it was wearing a harness, which seemed to be for a camera or weapon, raised suspicion. Um, here we go. Equipment of St. Petersburg. That's what it said. On the harness. Say it again. It said um, equipment of St. B- Petersburg. So it's definitely American then, regardless. So, yeah, among the, I'm having given military guy trained by Russia. So, I mean, I think it's definitely interesting. I mean, it's not something you see every day on the news. <laughs> yep. Actually, uh, my friend from work sent this to me and I was like, I was like, I love that you know me now. <laughs> <laughs> I was going through WikiLeaks. I was going through WikiLeaks. I, know, I hate these videos. Like what the fuck? But I got I got to I was going through WikiLeaks. And I was trying to find <laughs> Did you like my um my meme about the invention of the archery? Did you see that? Yeah, you just said it to me. No, I didn't. Of archery. I didn't say that to you. Of archery. <laughs> No, I think maybe, maybe Irene said somebody just oh. said that to me. Somebody literally just said, <laughs> "Man, said I really to want to stab this dude, but he all the way over there." <laughs> Let's make a like a bow and arrow. Okay, why did I say it like that? 
I don't know why I fucking said it like that. That was weird. All right, so we're going to listen to this weird TikTok because it's the only one I could find. Okay. But uh, Speaking of military. As you know, uh, Julian Julian Assange was arrested. Yes. And one thing that he said was he was going to do a massive data dump. Well, he did that. And one thing he came out, or one thing that was in... So, take this into consideration. One thing you got to understand is that everything that WikiLeaks has ever put out has been 100% proven as factual. They have never released information that has been false or fake or misleading. They've always put out information that is exactly what it means and exactly what it says. Okay. Having said that. Having said that, is it about Bigfoot? No. You're going to listen to this crazy lady talk, but just listen. I was going through WikiLeaks and found this info pertaining to a secret moon base that the United States had destroyed back in the late 1970s. The cable has only the document details, but not the full document because it was handwritten and was never put onto digital format. How would the U.S. destroy an alien base on Earth's moon without anyone suspecting? That's easy. Do you remember the Apollo missions? Well there were supposed to be more 20 such missions to the moon, however NASA suddenly stopped at Apollo 17, so that they could do some covered black ops missions that involved alien tech recovery and reconnaissance of alien structures and ships and to detect any possible threats to America. Actual photo of the alien base that was destroyed, credit to Apollo 20 astronaut William Rutledge. I met a man named William Rutledge back in 2011 on YouTube when he uploaded a half dozen videos of the Apollo 20 mission that he took part in. It was a US-Russia shared mission to the moon near Delport Crater. William and the other astronaut recorded on film their activities on the moon. Including exploring a cigar ship in Delport Crater through a hole already cut in the side of the ship. Inside they found glass tubes along the walls with tiny bipedal skeletons, a few inches tall inside the tubes. They also found a female pilot with hoses attached to her nose and she was in a coma state and appeared to be physically and mentally connected to the ship. She never did wake, but was taken back to Earth. He also recorded a beautiful but damaged alien city on the moon. I believe this is the alien base that was destroyed by the US. They probably destroyed it on a later mission after they had recovered all the possible alien tech that they could bring back. Why would America destroy the alien base? To keep it out of the hands of other countries of the world. Imagine what would happen if Israel landed a probe on the moon and found the base, publicly claiming it and all its contents to be Israeli-owned. It would suddenly make Israel a world power overnight. America does not want to lose that title nor do they want to deal with the competition of other countries beating them to alien cities, worlds, and exploring the universe. Although the U.S. did share those covered Apollo missions with Russia at the time. Apparently William Rutledge never leaned about the NASA destroying the alien base on the moon that he had once recorded. It would have broken his heart. He told me he was old, in his late 70s at the time I spoke to him. He said that he had some of the films converted into digital videos so he could share it before he passed away. He was old and wanted to get this secret off his chest. I will place a few of his video below for you to explore, but mind you, his channel was attacked by the NSA slash CIA and they deleted all but one of his videos. He got scared and left YouTube never to return. 
he went by the YouTube name Retired AFB and can still be found there. But he has disappeared in his old age. Probably passed away by now in his wife's home country of Rwanda. So it's actually called the Apollo 20 hoax. What is this whole scenario? What's going on with WikiLeaks? Not with WikiLeaks. I'm talking WikiLeaks about, is true. I'm talking about the act. What what this is about? What they're talking about is supposed to be called the Apollo 20 hoax. I don't know, but I'm going to read into it a little bit more. Well, that might be true, but what I'm saying is that WikiLeaks has released this information about an alien moon base. That was destroyed in the 1970s by what they say is you are. So people tend to think it's United Russia. But then there's also people who are saying it means unknown race. Uh, they have people, uh, generals signing off on it. Um, even, in fact, Ad, do you remember the name Admiral Byrd? Yes. Where, where do you remember Adm Adm Admiral Byrd from? Oh, high jump, was it? Admiral Byrd was from High Jump, <laughs> and, and Ab Admiral Byrd is listed on a lot of these different uh, WikiLeaks things. So there's a lot of stuff about the Antarctic that come that com comes up. There is a ton about this moon base, and in fact, Boeing created the uh, ship that took the rovers up that were created by General Motors. They now have uh, documentation on all this stuff being built. Uh, it yeah, was I mean, supposed I to be ready, and it, the, the moon base was supposed to be ready for the Apollo missions, was what was supposed okay. to happen. Uh, for whatever reason, they think, or they say that it was destroyed in the 1970s by U.R. I mean, is that why there's a lot of craters on the moon? It could be a lot. I mean, look, the, <laughs> the moon catches a lot of our cosmic trash. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, no. But like he's she like who, the voice was talking about William Rutledge. Yeah, that well, back, that, yeah, yeah, that I'm not. Go, I was just talking about to, the. It's, uh, it's called the Apollo Twenty. It, they say hoax. Just look up Apollo Twenty. I don't know if it's a hoax or not. I, I haven't read it yet. So, but we shall get into that eventually. But this is interesting. I'm interested. Yeah, I didn't know that he. Uh, I didn't know that there was any recent WikiLeaks actually. Yeah, there uh, was a whole dump. Uh, I um, have not seen it. Here's a let's on see anywhere. This, let's see what this is. I don't know how what. Uh, so this video has no sound, but here's all the information. Like this video here has all like th it's factual documents. Um, let's see. I was trying to find like a shorter video, something around like four minutes or less. Let's see what this is. This might be another language. I think it's another language. Un cable de WikiLeaks yep. confirma que Estados what Unidos destruyó una base though? secreta Why en la luna. Why can't we just talk? Let's see. It's, I just just You might as well just have do. the um, old AOL thing signing on. <laughs> I miss that sound though. You know what's good? Like for me, like I'm 28, so I grew up in that I remember the floppy disk, anyway. and I remember my first cell phone. So it's awesome, but I don't know. I don't know. I have to look more into this. I because I can't really discuss it. You know. Anyway, yeah, it's 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 been out there. Uh, it's some interesting shit, and there's a lot of generals, and you can trace to people. The names all make. I mean, sense. at one time, weren't they going to nuke the moon? Uh, they thought about it. Yeah, I mean, so that's not far fetched that <laughs> that somebody would blow up shit on the moon. 
Jumping into uh, yeah, let's end jump into Endgame. Uh, hold on, I want my tickets. Like, hold like, on, hold on, hold on. Oh, sorry. There's, there's, there's so much that we have to talk yes, about. Yes, there this. is. There's ways I gotta set this up. I gotta play a trailer because I feel like we would not do it justice. Yes, um, let's do a trailer. And by the way, Marvel did come out and say that they do edit their trailers and their movies, like. To you know, make people think that it's something that's not. yeah, because there was a ton of scenes like yeah. when like when Captain Marvel shows up, it's like where's Nick Fury in the trailer? It doesn't happen. Yeah, it doesn't happen. Or like you know, Clint on the spaceship when he's like, oh, who's ever been to space? He wasn't on the ship at that point. Like we'll get into it. <laughs> seems like a thousand years ago. I fought my way out of that cave. Became Iron Man. Realized I loved you. I said no more surprises, but I was really hoping to pull off one last one. The world has changed. None of us can go back. All we can do is our best. And sometimes the best that we can do is to start over. This. To everyone who's not in this room, to try. 
six. So now let me set this up. So I can go back. So let, let's just start with this. Okay. Before this podcast was ever even in existence, these movies started. Yes. We've been talking about these movies and all these movies leading up to this specific movie since we've been 190 some ep episodes. Yes. We're almost at 200, 200 episodes. Yes. Uh, 200 episodes if you throw out all the little extra stuff that I put in out every now and then, but I don't count that. Like, I put out that Captain Marvel thing we did. I didn't count that as an episode, but it's been a lot of talk about Marvel. Yes. It's been a lot of talk leading up. I've seen a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. And we've always been excited about them. Went into this movie kind of, this is a weird one. I didn't go into this movie excited. I mean, neither did I because, I mean, the title is Endgame. Um, so it's kind of like, you know. So they're calling this they're calling this the Infinity Saga. This is going to be, a, it's a 22 movie arc that's going to yes. be released out in the Infinity Saga. I've read the Infinity War. I have a whole copy of the whole thing down here somewhere. Yes. And they actually have a whole thing online of ways you should watch the movies, I guess. There's different ways. Like, yeah. technically you should watch Captain Marvel first now because of all these different things. But Because um, then it leads you into Nick Fury. And then, uh, yeah. and, and, that, and that's fine. That's fine. Um, I watched these movies as, as they, they came out. As they came out. <laughs> uh, except for Ant-Man and the Wasp. I watched that about a month ago. Um, this movie was a very big movie yes. that had to pay off a lot shit ton of storylines a lot of storylines and one thing i will say is it's 3 hours but it, it doesn't feel like three it doesn't hours. feel like 3 hours um they do a fantastic job closing up story arcs uh russo or no kevin feige mm-hmm. said about i don't know a couple years ago he said wouldn't it be revolutionary if we created characters that had ends yes we didn't always just kind of end a character in a vague way and then like we rebooted with another actor. What yeah. if we actually had these character storylines end? And he thought of that as revolutionary, not of the fact that you create this whole universe sur- surrounding 22 movies. Mm-hmm. He found more revolutionary the fact that you could have character arcs at end. So having said that, spoiler alert, yes. spoiler, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, because I'm going to spoil things. Uh, maybe if you maybe skip ahead like a half hour because we might spend that much time yeah. on it. I don't know. Um, there's a lot of things that they had to pay off and they did. Yes. They paid them all off. Uh, a lot of gr- people complained about, uh, the underuse of Hawkeye. I in, thought he was used. Oh, yes. In, in, in Infinity, Infinity War. War. He, him and Scarlet Witch's character development and arc and story was 
to me, one of the better of the movie. Like, look, Tony Stark, Robert Down yeah. Downey sells the fuck yeah. out of that scene. And in fact, for his swan song, he was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Couldn't ask for anything more. No. I mean, and he basically kicked off this whole thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, he set the tone. Uh, he set the tone his for whole, all these yeah, movies. The, yeah. Kevin Feige was... You know, right there. Like. I'm gonna play some vi- videos in in, in, a, in a bit. That's gonna kind of like talk about a lot of this stuff because I thought about ways we should talk about this, and I got some vi- vi- videos to play, some uh, interviews, some older ones and some newer ones. Okay. Um. So, spoiler alert again. Yes, Tony dies. Tony dies. And he's dead. Yes. There is there's no. no there's back. no bringing him back in this. No. He's gone. Um, will Robert Downey show up in more Marvel movies? I would say yes, in some Possibly. weird way. Maybe in some BARF technology that technology yeah. created a while back that didn't happen in this movie. A lot of people thought that was going to be the uh, use for the uh, how they were going to get around all this, but no, that wasn't the case. Um, I mean, it's possible because he has, well, a, he, he has he, a long life. But he didn't use that technology. A lot of no. people thought that tech technology was going to be how they were able to get into this other thing. It didn't make it. Okay, so... Uh, I thought how they wrapped up Downey's story arc, I thought was great. Um, I said to you in the beginning of the show, I love you 3000. Mm-hmm. You still don't remember what that's from? When he's talking to the the head, right? No? He, he's at the very end of the movie. He's His daughter is watching oh, the little yeah, BARF technology. Right. And he says, and he looks at her and says, I, I love you 3000, which is one of the most... I thought one of the one of the best scenes in the movie for him. If you guys have read the comics, you know Tony never had a kid. Mm-hmm. He never got married, uh, or maybe he got married, but he never had a kid. Uh, so that was different. Um, they could be setting up for some Iron Heart or whatever you want to call her, maybe in the future. But there is going to be no Iron Man for for the foreseeable future yes. for a while, um, which is, I'm good with. I'm, yes, because they created a story and they made it end in a spectacular way. So let's let's move on now to Cap. Um, Cap's story arc definitely wrapped up. I have yes. some issues. What's your issues? I have answers, I think. Well, tell me your answers and then I'll tell you my questions. Okay, so one of the... Um, so hold, as on, you- hold on, hold on. I, I think we got to set this up. So at the end, toward the, the movie, you find out... We're going to go over all this, but... At the end of the movie, uh, Cap winds up on a bench a la Back to the Future style. And he's old man Cap. Mm-hmm. And he's there. And he basically hands off the shield to Falcon, which I'm totally cool with that. I kind of felt like that was either him or Bucky. At first, I, originally, I thought it was going to be Bucky. But then the more I watched the movies, I felt like it was going to be Falcon. Yes. Um, but how does Cap end up on that bench? That's the part that I have a problem with. So... Since he didn't come back in five seconds, what they believe, what what the Russo brothers said mm-hmm. was that he knew the date. Okay. So he was just sitting there waiting for them to, to realize who he was. So the way the movie explains time travel is they say future trumps everything. It's basically mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z style technology. No matter what you do in the past, it does not affect what you do in the future. Mm-hmm. So you can't go back in time, kill your grandfather, and create that whole paradox of bullshit and disappear. You can't you can't you can't do you can't do do, do that. So here's where I, I have questions about Cap's ending. Um he goes he disappears. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. So let's start off with there's I have about three or four things I have a problem with. So 
Let's just start off with the fact that what is his goal in le- in leaving? It's to replace the stones, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And and uh, Mjolnir, the hammer, which yes, we'll get hammer. we'll get into. Um, the thing is, how is he able to replace the stones when he would have to go to Vormir and replace the stone, and he would have to have a physical conversation with the Red Skull? I don't know. That's not answered, but. Mm-hmm. So I got Disney, more. So Disney is actually um, doing a thing. Red Skull the, was his like villain, dude. So Disney for their streaming service, one of the things they're gonna do is what if, so, and it's gonna be an animated series where they're gonna kind of answer some of these questions. But they, like the Russo brothers, came out and said, "There's a lot of qu- we thought about this for years since the beginning of of Iron Man." So if he goes back in time, mm-hmm. right? Technically, when he goes back in time, he is there's two caps in in the world. No, there has to be. We we know well, that we know that because he fought so the what other he cap. Does, so what he does is he creates a branch timeline. No, no, no. See, this is where Nick got confused. They they do create. This a, is what the Russo brothers said. Right, but they do create a. So this is the listen. This is what they explain. They do create a branch, but what happens is when he goes back in time, he exists with another another version of him. Like the version of him that he fought. This is America's ass. So wherever he goes back in time, there's still that version of him that's back in time. Hold on. So then what would happen is, and this is where it gets ridiculous. Um, he would. So we all know that Peggy went off and she got married and had two kids. Mm-hmm. Right. So in that. So when he goes back in time, he goes back to that same timeline where she's going to go and she's going to get married. And she's going to have two kids. So now he just cheated that guy out of, out of a wife. He just mm-hmm. cheated. Her out of two kids doesn't really feel like Cap, well, does, does it? And he would have to explain to a woman that he is from the future and he fought aliens and he time jumped back in reality to be able to explain that to her because there is two Caps. So there's two explanations. One is the fact that he returned, so Cap was never unfrozen. So technically he is Cap in that storyline while the other Cap is frozen. Right, so so, so that's but, one theory. But no matter where you go back in time, that other cap's going to exist. That other cap's still going to get pulled out of the ice. That other cap yes. is still going to go on. And another thing that that I, that I have with that is, you're to tell me that Cap sat around idly while Hydra came up, while uh, Loki came around, while all that stuff happened, while Thanos came the the the, the, the first time for Infinity War. That cap sat around and did nothing. No, yeah, I don't, because he never got. So the theory is, because he never got, because there's still him frozen in time. So he created a branch timeline. So all that stuff didn't happen. That's why he still has the original shield. He because own, at the end of the movie, he, he doesn't rips, have. He doesn't he have the original shield. shield. It's a re, it's a repaired shield. Well, but he rips up his shield and throws it at Thanos. Blah blah, blah whatever. But that so, shield he gives Falcon. The reason why Falcon says it feels like somebody else's mm-hmm. is because it's 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 not his shield. It's not the Cap shield that you see. Yes, that's why they say that it's a because he timeline. went he went back and took that shield from the other Captain America. That's why. So because he did because so when I was reading this whole thing, cause that's why I was confused about because he created a branch timeline that where he's in the. Cat's America is never unfrozen, so it creates a, a deviation. So all that stuff doesn't so, happen. Yeah, I don't buy that. I don't. That's just. A th- I, mean, I know, I'm just but saying, that I'm, doesn't make sense because when you go back in time, you're going to go back. No matter where you go back in time, if you you would have to go back before you were born to be able to exist where 
you don't exist. You see what I'm saying? Like, but I mean, when you're talking no matter about- where, even if he goes back to where Cap's still frozen in the ice, <laughs> there's still a Cap frozen in the ice. Yes. Which which means that if that Cap never gets unfrozen, that in that in that reality, the Avengers had to go ahead and fight without Cap. Or there might not be an Avengers. We don't know. Well, we do know there's an Avengers because every point we went back in time, there there was an Avengers group. We know they they what they lay out is no matter what we do in the past never affects the future, but wherever we go back in the future, there's always that timeline. Now, what you do is you, when you go back in time, you can take things out of that time. You have to put it back in time, mm-hmm. or else you create a branch in time. Which is what Cap did. He mm-hmm. goes back in time, creates a branch in time, mm-hmm. another reality, which yes. is where he lived out. But there's still a version. There's still another version of Captain America. There has to be. There's still the fact that Peggy doesn't do that, and well, there and there's the fact that he only had so many pin particles. Which so you're t- so here's an, uh, uh, another thing to have. It's not as easy as just jumping around time like mm-hmm. everybody thinks. He would have to have made multiple jumps. He would have had to have jumped. Back in time to 2012, put the stones back there, mm-hmm. put the hammer back. Mm-hmm. Then he would have made another jump back to the 1940s, mm-hmm. right? And then he would live out his life. And then he would have to make another jump at that point and hang on to that quantum suit for all those years and those pin particles and make another jump from his reality on that park bench to their reality on that park bench. So again, when so I, I have a hard time. So when I look at this, I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. So. Again, in the article, the way that they explained this was that even though he... So he created this branch timeline. So the main timeline is still going. So even though he goes and The lives, two timelines can't verge. So... They, they, can, they cannot verge. So this is what they're talking about. So you have two different timelines. So you have the main timeline. So Cap... So he goes back in time wherein Cap's still... Well, still frozen. So that Cap's a different timeline. He but creates, he still exists. He creates... Yes, but he creates... So there's still two Caps. a branch timeline with Peggy... Mm-hmm. So that original timeline still proceeds. It's just he deviated with right. an alternate but timeline. But he still he still has to jump back to that timeline. He but, can't just show up on that bench. But they didn't show No, he didn't he didn't They didn't show us anything. But he can't just you So what they, so what they said was that he knew cuz like when Bucky was like They they him, say it though, whatever you do in the past does not affect the fu- the yes. future. So, so he couldn't just appear on that park n- bench a- as an old man. He would have had to have made a quantum jump from his reality to our re- to that unless, reality. There's no point, other way. Unless at some point the two verged and became one, maybe that, That's not the rules that they laid out. But then there's another um thing that 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 cap was on that bench before they flipped the switch. So so the cap that goes into the but it doesn't the matter. It's a time thing. Even if it's it, the same cap. But e- either way, cap just can't live his life out, out and show up on on that bench. He has to make a quantum jump from his reality to our reality because his branched reality is not the same as our reality. Mm-hmm. So he would have virtually walked up to an empty park where there was no Hulk, and then he would have had to quantum jumped back into that reality just for that moment. So I've, I, you're telling me that this guy hung on this quantum suit for all. Like I find hard to believe. Another thing that I've, I mean, another thing, uncommon. another question that I have is at the very end of the movie, you see uh, Peter Parker walk in the school. Yes, I did have a problem with that one. There wasn't um, any explanation for that one. That one is the one that I had trouble with. So, Not the whole Captain America thing. I had trouble with that. I had trouble with. With 
Peter Parker because you see him in school and it's been five years. So is he in co- is this college? It's not college. It's high school. And in fact, the homecoming picks up right after that. So you're telling me that every single person in his group was snapped out of existence and now they're all just starting back. Up. I don't know. It's weird. Because I've, they said you, we're not changing anything One of the other happened in five years. We're only changing the snap. So it right. would resume five years later. Right. So all the people that were in his class that didn't get snapped are all like in their 20s. Yeah. So I That's the only problem I had with it. But the cap stuff to me doesn't make any sense because like they said, Back to the Future doesn't work. It's bullshit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I know the Russos try to come out with something, but I think that's more damage control. I think they know there's problems with this. I mean, whenever you're discussing time travel, it's always... There's always paradoxes. Which is There's funny always... because the Russos said this was not going to be a time travel movie. Well, movie. It... <laughs> it was. They even say it. It's a time heist. Yeah, it's a time heist. All right, time so, travel. So let's let's kind of dive into this movie. Um, okay, so let me just say this. I loved every second of it. I laughed. I cried. I didn't have to pee once, so don't worry about that. I did not cry. Uh, you did not? I did. I cried in the beginning. And then I cried kind of towards the middle with Natasha and uh, Clint. That was that was some good shit. That was a very intense scene, and it didn't go how I thought it was going to go. I was actually surprised for once. Well, they're, <laughs> set, they're setting up his Netflix show. Yes, and I'm totally fine with that. Uh, I love Hawkeye. I missed Hawkeye and, and Ant-Man in you know, Infinity War the whole time. I'm like, where are they at? And then you have, you know, there is there, there is a couple things like <laughs> like there. I, I instead of the scenes where Ant Man's is wandering around aimlessly for like ten minutes of the movie, I thought I would rather have seen like the scene where Hawk turned into Professor Hawk. Like he said, he spent eighteen months working that out. I would like to have seen some of that I over like the Ant Man stuff. I feel like we needed those scenes where he's kind of going through as a way to show you what exactly's happened since the snap no i get that i i and, and i like that feel for sure but i just felt like i, I did want to see a little bit more of the professor hawk so all right this is going to be like i said we're going to get into this um let's let's start off with some easter eggs did you pick up any how many did you pick I up i picked up a, a few but I you've picked, seen it twice you've seen it once i picked so. up all but one okay, um and we're, we're gonna go through here so this Where's is the avengers uh, emergency awesome we can bust arms dealers all the live long this day. guy's awesome if you guys never take that stage that's the end game. How are you guys planning on beating that? Together. Hi, everyone. It's Charlie. Hopefully, you guys have had a chance to see Avengers Endgame by now. These are going to be my Easter eggs from the movie in a reference to all the previous first part this week, movies. Next part, we'll there were so many callbacks. Okay. What I'm going to do is, is if my video gets way too long past like 15 minutes, I'll just break it in half and do a part two. Because the movie is three hours long, of course, there's going to be a crazy number of Easter eggs. So if you're new to the channel, be sure to subscribe to get all the Marvel videos. It's not stopping here. We have Spider-Man Far From Home this summer. Then we have Comic-Con, where we'll probably get our official Marvel Phase 4 schedule to to learn about exactly what's coming next even though we have a pretty good idea we're still doing the infinity gauntlet giveaway too for the next couple of weeks all you have to do to enter is be a subscriber and leave an avengers comment on the video obviously careful for spoilers if you have not seen avengers endgame yet we'll be talking about very specific stuff so here we go opening the movie is the there Hawkeye is a low-key thing that got around he did escape into another dimension he took because while hawkeye is teaching his daughter played by joe russo's daughter in real life to shoot a bow and arrow, she's apparently a chip off the old block because she hits the bullseye, he high-fives her and says, good job, Hawkeye, which is a reference to Matt Fraction's Hawkeye run where he was training the Kate Bishop Hawkeye who also used his name. Both of them called each other Hawkeye in really funny moments throughout the series. 
The song playing over the opening credits is Dear Mr. Fantasy. They get rescued by Captain Marvel. There were a lot of questions about the timeline, how this worked, where did she come from, what about the Captain Marvel post credit scene. Just assume right after the events of the Captain Marvel post credit scene where she shows up and says, where's Fury answering the page, she turns right back around to go to space because they tell her that Tony is probably stuck on his way home. So she was probably just flying on her way to Titan looking for him along the way and just happened to find their ship. They did not do the Stan Lee intro logo like they did for the Captain Marvel movie though. They just took it back to the regular Marvel Studios logo. When Iron Man comes back, he makes a reference to Avengers Age of Ultron in his suit of armor around the world. Ultron. There were probably more that, references to Avengers Age of Ultron than almost any other movie besides the original Avengers movie. He calls Rocket a Build-A-Bear and then sort of <laughs> at a bit of insanity as he starts to go a little bit nuts because he's been stuck in space for so long. He rips off his arc reactor, slaps it in Cap's hand and says, you put this on and you hide. The interesting thing about that is that during Marvel Phase 4, they're doing a what if comic book series where it's what if Peggy Carter had got the super soldier serum and Steve Rogers had worn an Iron Man suit built by Howard Stark. So a lot of people were curious why there was no traditional post credit scene because typically Marvel movies will have a scene at the end of the movie or during the credits that'll explain what's coming next. But the difference in Avengers Endgame is that they put those scenes during the actual movie. So there are several scenes throughout the movie that let you know exactly what these characters are gonna be doing during phase four. It's just that some of those movies and characters will pop up in the past, not in the future, Captain America being one of them, because in the future, he's old man Cap now. When they go to kill Thanos on his farm, Rocket is now official captain of the Benatar because all the other Guardians are either gone or dead, and Nebula is kind of a half-Guardian, half-Avenger. But he does a roll call asking, who here has not been into space? Captain America, Black Widow, War Machine all raise their hands because within the MCU, they are the only ones in here that have never been to outer space. He says, none of you better throw up on my ship then. When they get to his farm, you see the Scarecrow from the comics, and in the end of the Infinity Gauntlet comic book storyline, he had become a farmer, so that's what he's doing here. The work is done, but... Thor goes for the head second time around, so they kill Thanos within the first 10 to 15 minutes of the movie. There's a five-year time jump, and you get a cameo from Joe Russo, one of the directors, playing one of the survivors in Captain America's I grief counseling yeah. group. One of the other cameos yeah. is from Jim Starlin, creator of Thanos in the comics, and a couple That's other cool. big cosmic characters that we'll probably see during Phase 4. The Easter egg for Captain America here is that he's sort of taken over Falcon's job, because this is kind of what Falcon did back during Winter Soldier. It's a five-year time jump, so you're jumping around, finding out what everyone's like five years later, but you finally pick up with Ant-Man. That rat that helped him get out of the, the quantum hero. realm is probably the true hero of the movie. You the get rat. a cameo from Ken Jeong. There were a couple community cameos. There's so many community people that have cameoed in the MCU now, but Ken Jeong was supposed to star during Avengers Infinity War, but a scheduling conflict kept him out. The Russos brought him back during Avengers Endgame to play the manager of the warehouse where Scott Lang's van has been this whole time. The other community cameo was Yvette Nicole Brown, who played a secretary in the 1970s S.H.I.E.L.D. base from Winter Soldier, where they were going to get the Pym Particles. You get a very big Namor teaser when we go back to the Avengers base, when yeah. Black Widow is still liaising with the other surviving Avengers around the world, keeping tabs on everything that's happened. Okoye says that near Wakanda, there was an underwater earthquake incident. She says, we handle it by not handling it because it's an underwater earthquake. <laughs> that is probably the biggest Namor teaser for Marvel Phase 4 that they could have done. Yes, because of a rights issue, they can't do a Namor solo movie quite as easily. It's the same situation with the Hulk movies. Can't quite do it because Universal has the rights, but they can still use the Namor character in other people's movies. So maybe appearance during Black Panther 2. 
but Captain Marvel is wearing a different darker blue and red costume from the comics and she has her short haircut from the comics too. A lot of people were wondering why her hair was different. They were just doing a comic book thing. She's still off policing Kree scroll space during that five year span because remember, everywhere around the universe, every planet had 50% of all life erased. Mm -hmm. Hawkeye becomes Ronin and goes around killing criminals that survive the snap. Hot. Rocket gets his blue costume from the, the Guardians comics. of the Galaxy comics from the Annihilation Conquest storyline when that first team from the MCU originally formed in the comics. Iron Man has gotten married to Pepper Potts. He's living in nature in a cabin with a little bit of technology. They've had a daughter named Morgan Stark, which is a reference to an uncle of Tony's in the comics who's actually a villain. She comes out of her tent in the yard wearing Pepper Potts rescue armor from the comics. That's right, Pepper Potts gets her full rescue armor that she wears much later in the film during the big third act battle. Yeah. He jokes that mommy never wears the things that I buy for her, but they're also winking at the fact that she, Morgan Stark, might at someday become one of the young of Avengers and take up his mantle as Iron Man or Iron Heart or whatever you want to call her. Just remember that because of what happened to Tony Stark, she is now his heir apparent so that eventually when she's a teenager and old enough, say like the same age as Scott Lang's daughter who's a teenager now, she's old enough to join the Young Avengers and actually start wearing some of that gear because he says you like to go into the garage. Oh, I found it. You weren't Setting looking for this? Oh, well, daddy likes to go into the garage too, which at this point in his life is sort of a lo-fi version of his original basement where he used to tinker with all of his gear. There were a lot of people that claimed that they saw X-Men names on the memorials as Ant-Man is walking around through the Presidio near the San Francisco Bridge trying That's to find out whether or not his family Did names we, were on there. I could not find any X-Men oh, names, but it makes any. sense that they wouldn't put any on there because the movie was made before the Fox-Disney deal was done, so they couldn't include any traditional X-Men stuff. But when he goes back to his house to look for Cassie, he finds her. She's a teenager now. And because the movie ends five years in the future in 2023, when they do the Ant-Man and the Wasp sequel, presumably she'll still be a teenager and will be able to participate in things a la stature from the comics because there's a version of Cassie Lang once she becomes a teenager who joins the Young Avengers and acts a little bit like Ant-Man does, becoming giant woman, so to speak. They call her stature, but she has the same abilities as Ant-Man in the comics. There was a lot of Young Avengers teasing going on during this. There have been rumors that they're working on a Young Avengers movie for a long time, but nothing official from Marvel has been said. They go to Tony to try and get his help. They make a bunch of Back to the Future jokes. Your plan isn't based on Back to the Future, is it? Tony references the vision he had during Age of Ultron. I didn't want to think it was real, but now it seems like it was. The thing is, is that during the third act battle with Thanos, you actually see Captain America's shield get cracked by Thanos' sword. It almost winds up looking exactly like his vision, albeit with a big twist, because they wind up winning the day. They talk about Doctor Strange. He calls him the Bleecker Street magician because Doctor Strange lives on Bleecker Street. There were actually ballet shoes on Black Widow's desk after that five years later time jump. Remember, she was a ballerina in the Age of Ultron flashbacks. We still haven't learned a lot about her backstory. That's what the Black Widow prequel movie is probably going to tell us. They go to find Hulk because they need a big brain to help them figure out time travel and he's become Professor Hulk. Bit disappointing that we didn't get to see that happen, but the way that Banner explains it is, is that about 18 months after the snap, he goes to a gamma lab and messes with himself and the Hulk a little bit more and that's how he became Professor Hulk. So he did more gamma experiments about 18 months after the snap. And for those of you that are wondering, yes, he can still go back to being Banner if he wants, but the whole idea that he explains in the diner while he's wolfing down all that food and taking selfies with the kids <laughs> is that he thinks the Hulk is the answer now, not the problem. So he likes the Hulk, so he doesn't want to go back to just being Banner. 
Professor Hulk, of course, big comic book Easter egg. There was a long run where he was a more chatty, intelligent version of Banner with the body of the Hulk. Just the best of both worlds, as he says during the movie, the mind of Banner in the body of the Hulk. Mm -hmm. When they're first experimenting with time travel using the van before Iron Man comes back, they have to use Hank Pym's quantum suit from Ant-Man and the Wasp. They make the white suits and they have to test it out. Hawkeye volunteers. They make a couple of jokes about time travel movies. They say, a wrinkle in time, Bill and Ted's excellent adventure, <laughs> time after time. Terminator, Time Cop, Hot Tub Time Machine, and even though it's not a time travel film, Iron Man calls Fat Thor Lebowski. So the funny thing about a couple of those references are is, is that there are other MCU actors in this movie and in other big MCU movies that starred in the movies that they reference. So Lebowski was played by Jeff Bridges, who was Obadiah Stane. Oh, yeah, Nobody yeah. makes a reference to it. Say Lebowski looks an awful lot like that Obadiah Stane guy. And Sebastian Stan was the villain of Hot Tub Time Machine. Obviously, nobody makes a reference to that either. But the rules of time travel that I the MCU that writers went with when they were writing Avengers Endgame were basically Dragon Ball Z rules. You can't do anything in the past to change your future. The future that you come back to will always be the same. What happens is, is when you change the past, you're only creating alternate realities, alternate timelines. So even though they take the Infinity Stones back to where they stole them from to prevent that from happening, there's still a couple of loose ends like the Loki that got away with the Tesseract. So there's a very big alternate timeline shooting out from 2012. There were a couple other moments like that. So there still are some alternate timelines that they inadvertently create. When Professor Hulk and Rocket go to New Asgard to pick Thor up, New Asgard is in the place where Odin mm -hmm. told Thor to put it on the cliffside of Norway. Valkyrie comes back for a cameo. There are only a few Asgardians left because, remember, only about half escaped from Thor's ship before Thanos blew everyone up. Then half of those that survived got snapped. So they're way down. But Thor has completely gone PTSD and is trying to ignore everything, adore reality. He's got this giant beer belly. He's living with Korg and Meek playing Fortnite. They even include gameplay from Fortnite time. in the movie. I don't know if that was a paid integration or if it was just a reference because Fortnite in real life does a lot of Infinity War, Avengers tie-ins like they did the Thanos with the gauntlet last year. But in the comics, New Asgard was actually inside Oklahoma. So this is just their version of comic book New Asgard on planet Earth. Remember the ice cream from Infinity War? The Hulka Hulka burning fudge? <laughs> Stark raving hazelnuts? During the time travel sequence when they're trying to figure things out, Professor Hulk is actually eating some of his ice cream, Hulka Hulka burning fudge. <laughs> When they finish constructing the time travel platform when they're on the white suits, you notice that the design as they're staring down at it is the exact same design as Iron Man's original arc reactor that Pepper gave him, proof that Tony Stark has a heart. Yep. That is not a coincidence because they bring that arc reactor back during his funeral at the end of the film. So it's just another very cool Easter egg and reference to the original Iron Man movie. One of the more important touchstones for Avengers Endgame that he kept calling back to because of the very notable I am Iron Man moment at the end of the film. Because Ant-Man doesn't know anything about the Infinity Stones, they have to launch into a giant explainer while they're figuring out where they're going to send all the teams back to. Thor launches into a big explainer for Thor the Dark World trying to explain the plot of that film to them. But the three different times that they go back to are 2012, the Battle of New York during the original Avengers movie because there are three Infinity Stones, because they have the Time Stone with the Ancient One who's still alive, because it's five years before Doctor Strange becomes Doctor Strange Sorcerer Supreme. They have the Mind Stone because of Loki and his scepter and the Tesseract in the Space Stone. Black Widow and Hawkeye go to Vormir to get the Soul Stone before the events of Infinity War. The Nebula and War Machine go to Morag before the events of the Guardians of the Galaxy movie so that they can get the Power Stone before Peter Quill gets it. 
They shot a lot of new footage for some of these scenes, particularly the Battle of New York, because they're trying to steal the stones from the end of the original Avengers movie. Mm -hmm. So they've already taken down Loki. They're putting him in captivity. They bring back cameos from Robert Redford, who's playing his character. They bring back everyone from that Winter Soldier elevator scene. Mm -hmm. Does anyone want to get off here? But Cap says, Hail Hydra, which is actually a reference to Hydra Cap mm -hmm. and obviously all the Hail Hydras that happened during the Winter Soldier movie. They shot a new scene for that other elevator scene when they make Hulk take the stairs. So many stairs. <laughs> Apparently 2012 Iron Man wears Axe body spray. You can make fun of him all you want to for that. But while they're trying to get the Tesseract, Hulk busts out because so many stairs he's pissed off. The Tesseract gets into the hands of Loki from 2012 who takes it and escapes off to who knows where. But remember, our version of Loki from Infinity War is still dead. So if we see this Loki come back and interact with other characters in present day, say during As Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, because that's kind of what that movie is now, then it'll be the alternate reality version of Loki. It won't be Thor's Loki from his original timeline. Captain America fights himself from 2012, who's a little bit more of a do-gooder. He hasn't been through the events of Winter Soldier. He's not quite as jaded. 2012 Cap gives him the I can do this all day reference. Our Cap goes, yeah, yeah, I know, I got it. They pretty much fight each other to a standstill, but our Cap gets young Cap by saying Bucky's still alive because this is before the events of Winter Soldier, so young Cap has no idea what's going on. Then when he's walking away, he looks at himself, who's kind of flipped over and says, that really is America's ass, is a callback to Ant-Man's quote from earlier in the film. Then I think what I'm going to do is, is I'm going to call time on this video because it's starting to get super long and I'll pick up part two. So, and we'll watch part two next yes. week because we got to get into our topic. There so, is one other thing that I want to say. The things I loved, so the only thing that I had a problem with, with it in this movie was the Peter Parker thing. <laughs> I had a few problems, but that doesn't mean that the movie's not great. No, the like, movie's I, fucking fantastic. I, 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 I love loved the it. movie. I mean, it I rarely cry, and I cried. Um, you know, seeing Tony Stark the way he was in the beginning was, you know, devastating. I'm like, Jesus, like. <laughs> uh, I loved the whole like Professor Hawk thing going on. I loved that. I loved that we had Ant Man back and had those weird, like, comedic, you know, with the taco and, like. <laughs> oh, he was great. Like, the, yeah. the, movie, the movie was fantastic. Hawkeye now has a sleeve. Yeah. And a new right. haircut. <laughs> so, one, one more thing before we get into this. I don't know if you heard about this. I, I don't know what this video is, but I'm hoping this explains it. I don't even know. Oh, I see his copyright. It might just be a. Welcome everyone to Marvel Hub. This is DK Dynamite and shout out to Chance32252 over on the Marvel Studios Spoilers Reddit. I believe he is the founder, but I could be wrong, but this was posted over on Reddit. We have Howard the Duck that was actually spotted in the final act of Avengers Endgame. So right at the moment when all the, the Avengers assemble, notice? right when you see yep. Wasp, if you look towards the bottom the right, you can see Howard the Duck with a weapon in his hand. So it appears Howard the Duck also joined the Avengers in a final battle against Thanos, which is a really cool callback to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1, the actual post-credit scene from the ending of that film that most people were kind of upset about. Some people did expect a different post-credit scene at the end of Guardians 1, but it ended up being a little bit more of a joke. Now, I thought it was pretty funny because Joe and Anthony Russo also said that Howard the Duck survived the snap at the end of Infinity War, and besides that, it was confirmed that there will be a Howard the Duck anime 
animated series on Hulu. I'm not sure when it exactly is going to release, but I believe it it will be actually canon to the MCU. So maybe we'll see more appearances from Howard the Duck in future MCU films, but this is definitely only one of many, many Easter eggs that were featured in Avengers Endgame, and we do plan on having a giant compilation video showing all the Easter eggs that were featured in so there you go. Howard the Duck was in the final battle, and I watched the movie twice and never fucking saw it. And he's clear as day, right in there, fucking the right fuck? alongside. You know what's crazy though? When Tony, you know, when Tony Stark met his dad, when he was saying that was Howard, a good scene. I thought that he was gonna say Howard the Duck. I don't know why, yeah. but he he said it weird, and I was like, all I could think of was Howard the Duck. There was <laughs> they they really gave us enough time. And the reason why this movie was three hours, they gave us enough time to to finally wrap up these stories, and they give you feeling for these characters as their arcs wound yes. down. I thought it was a great. Send-off. I mean, there was a lot of surprises. Like I didn't think that Black Widow was gonna die. I mean, that was a cool little fight scene. You know, trying to figure out who's gonna, and I'm like. I don't know at this point, and then boom. yeah, I'm surprised nobody knew that that was how that was gonna work. I until mean, they I, got there. I always just I assumed it was gonna be Clint because they kind of didn't use him a lot, you know. Yeah, but I, you know, I kind of felt like it wasn't gonna be because he had the family, so. I guess. And she was willing to do whatever. I did it took. like her hair. This this movie. She was great. The red and the blonde. She was great. All right, you ready to get into this topic? Yes, let's do it. Let's get into this Pause topic. It real quick. Oh yeah. You're much more of a Thanos. <laughs> I take it the Mars dead. This day extracts a heavy toll. Still, he accomplished his mission. You may regret that. He brought you face to face with the master of the mystic arts. Where do you think he brought you? Let me guess. Your home? It was. And it was beautiful. Titan was like most planets. Too many mouths, not enough to go around. And when we faced extinction, I offered a solution. Genocide. (laughs) But random, dispassionate, fair to rich and poor alike. They called me a madman. And what I predicted came to pass. Congratulations, you're a prophet. I'm a survivor. Who wants to murder trillions. With all six stones, I could simply snap my fingers. They would all cease to exist. I call that... Mercy. And then what? I finally rest. And watch the sunrise on a grateful universe. <laughs> the hardest choices require the strongest will. No, I think you'll find our will equal to yours. So there you go. We decided to play right. a genocide scene of Thanos <laughs> since we were talking about some genocide. Yes, uh, it's funny, but it's not funny. Finding the perfect tires is like finding the perfect. It's weird that we picked. I picked this topic as game yeah. was coming out. Right, as I was like, we're going to talk about genocide I, on Genocide yeah, Week. it's very weird. All right, so we're going to be talking about Operation Nemesis, mm-hmm. which just sounds badass. 
<laughs> and it, it's funny because there's not a lot of information on this. No, there's it's, not. It's one thing that is kind of, and I'm going to play an interview with a guy in a bit uh, who wrote a book about it. That's kind of an interesting take on it because he is Armenian. So it kind of made sense on why he would write a book. Yes, that is a true fact. So basically, Operation Nemesis was a covert operation and assassination campaign by the Armenian Revolution Lutionary Federation. Mm-hmm. Against the Ottoman Empire. Between, it occurred between 1920 to 1922. Actually, one of the vampires, his name is Nan- Nando the Relentless. He's from the Ottoman Empire. That's in what we do in the shadows. That's one of the so vampires. So if he ever comes across an Armenian, he could be killed. <laughs> so I thought that was interesting. Um, it was named after the Greek goddess of divine retribution, Nemesis, mm-hmm. which Nemesis. means to give what's due. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. It's definitely what, if name, what if I name my kid Nemesis? Uh, people look at you weird. I got a few people here. Nemesis uh, Stark. Nemesis. Caldwell. Nemesis Prime. <laughs> I got a, I got a few names here of the people that were killed during this assassination run in 1920. We had uh, Fatali Khan. Uh, I'm gonna butcher these names. I'm sure. Uh, Kioski. In 1921, we had Talit Pasha. Mm-hmm. In 1921, we also had Behud. Khan Javistar. Just do it with confidence. In uh, December 1921, we had Said Halim Pasha. In 1922, we had uh, Behadid Shakur. In 1922, we had uh, Semeni Azim. In 1922, we had Damal Paish. And those were the people that were killed during the assassinations. Uh, on the, these are the list of the people that were performed the assassinations of people that were killed under Operation Nemesis. Yes. Okay, so Operation Nemesis began in a way of retaliation, not secret retaliation. Yes, uh, or revenge, maybe. Um, yeah, it's like a revenge plot. I would so say. So basically, the what it all started with the Armenian genocide, mm-hmm. which was when the Ottoman governments. Systemic extermin—it was systemic extermination of 1.5 million Armenians. Mm-hmm. Um, By they use wanted, of any way necessary, they would murder them, they would starve them, yes, they would work them to they death, they would do whatever they, they, had, they had, to. had to do. That would basically they would even kidnap kids and then, you know, either kill them or give them to Turkish families. They were raped, <laughs> they were pillaged. The, these people were not treated very well. Yes, at all. Um, actually, the Armenian gem- genocide is actually the second most studied case of genocide after the Holocaust. Now, it's in the news recently because a lot of people, a lot of um, Turkish people and even Russians like that, they don't want to call they don't call it genocide. They say that's not an adequate definition of what happened here. But what do you think? Uh, I think it's genocide. I think it's it was the start of gen- genocide for sure. It was the, the, the annihilation of a group of people. So I yes. think no matter how you look at it, it's So genocide. even today, like two days ago, uh, there was an article about... Um, how a lot of like politics will not reference this as genocide. So I just want to put that out there. This was obviously genocide. I mean, genocide. What is the definition? Is that for population control, or is that just in general it's, killing it's a, a mass, mass amount group, of people? Mass group of of people of like of a single race. Like you were trying to eliminate a a group of people. The deliberate killing of a large group of people, especially those of a particular mm-hmm. ethnic group or nation. Yep. Okay. So yeah, the Holocaust is the main example, and yes, they were trying to kill. They killed all Armenians. 
So obviously it's genocide. I don't understand why there is even a conflict. But anyways, um, it all began April 24th, 1915. And it began and continued well into World War II. Mm-hmm. Um, they would torture the Armenian genocide, not Operation Nemesis. Uh, they would torture. They would starve them. They would have death marches where they would march them through the deserts. They would throw people off cliffs. So at one point, all of like you know the land in the desert area was was riddled with corpses that they had just thrown off. Mm-hmm. Like you haven't died yet from these death marches. I'm just gonna throw you. I'm just gonna heal you off this mountain. Um, of the to- of the two million total, one point five were killed in massacres. Or removed through deportation, but it was rarely deportation. It was mostly death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most of the deportations pertain to deportation. Children, they would they, they would move people around so much, and they would starve starve them out. It was kind of like if you just keep moving people around, they would eventually get sick and die. It was kind of like mm-hmm. how they would do it. Um, they would mar- like I said, they would march them through the desert. No food, no water. See how long they would last. It was whatever they could to kill them. Yes. Uh, by 1923, the Armenian population had been completely eliminated from Asia Minor and historic West Armenia. Mm-hmm. So most of the descendants who are Armenian in that area are from the survivors. Mm-hmm. And Constantinople, which, and, and there's a few other places out there. Which was very rare. I mean, you're talking more than half the population wiped out. Like Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> I got a I got a clip here from this guy who who wrote the, the book and he kind of taught he wrote he this is what brought it really to to light of yes because it really wasn't heard about until until he kind of wrote yeah. this book and it kind of it kind of launched and I'm gonna read this book because I'm really interested to hear a little clip. As soon as it gets into it. Today, Armenian Genocide Remembrance Day, for the sixth time in a row, President Obama deferred to Turkey and refused to use the word he promised to use, though he noted, quote, I have consistently stated my own view of what occurred in 1915, and my view has not changed. President Obama called the Armenian Genocide undeniable. Yeah, undeniable, but uh, unrecognizable, I guess. Joining us now is Eric Bogosian. You know him, Armenian-American actor, novelist, playwright, author, of a great book, Operation Nemesis, and um, welcome. Thank Pleasure you. to meet you. Thank you. Uh, this is such an important topic, and I mentioned to you that I live right by an Armenian church, and even before I moved uh, to that location, um, I, I've had guests on for decades about uh, re- recognizing what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and as, you know, when you talk about the Holocaust and being Jewish, I mean, there's no reason you can't, you, you, that this should not be a, acknowledged by the United States. Uh, it's something that a- absolutely happened, but your book, is so fascinating because it talks about um, uh, assassins hunting down uh, the, some of the perpetrators of the genocide. It reminds me in a way of, of what Israel does sometimes, like after the Munich massacre. They also took years to do that. But talk about your book and talk about how that was done. Well, first of all, this is not a fictional story. No, no, this is true. a This yeah. is a true story yeah. that mm-hmm. I stumbled across when I was investigating one of the assassins, a man named Sogomon Tetlerian, who supposedly was a student in Berlin when he ran into Talat Pasha on the street. He saw him and he gunned him down a few days later. That's what he said in court. What he didn't say was that he and a number of others were a a gang of assassins operating out of Massachusetts 
and they were hunting down Turks all over Europe in 1921 and 1922. I think it's a, it's a really important story to tell that I didn't Definitely know anything is. about, and I thought I knew something about the Armenian Genocide. I grew up with grandparents who told me about right. it. I had never heard of this incredible act of revenge. I had never heard of it until I, I, I saw your book. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it had been covered before by, uh, by a French journalist named Jacques de Rogier in the, in the mid-'80s. But that book is very dense, and it's basically known mm -hmm. in France. And so I decided to expand on it, and a lot of archives have opened up since that time. I was able to do some more so work. So who, who, you say out of Massachusetts. I mean, that's where the, all this was being run. So who, who was running it? And wh how did it wind up being <laughs> run out of, out of uh, the United States as opposed to you know, overseas or closer to home where it all occurred? It was easier to raise money in the United States. It were, the men who had decided they wanted to do this were living in the United States. They were not, they were not Mossad agents. They were uh, a CPA in Syracuse. Wow. That makes it even more, ex more exciting and more amazing. Life yeah. insurance Thanks, salesman yeah. in Hartford, <laughs> a small-time editor in Boston. And what they did was they, uh, they recruited a number of men who knew how to handle weapons, and they sent them all over Europe to track Turks, and, uh, and one by one, they, they knocked out a good chunk of the Turkish leadership uh, that mm -hmm. was running uh, the Ottoman Empire during the and, genocide. And that's why it should, we should point out when you say to hunt Turks, it wasn't just any, any anybody who's Turkish, uh, it was the people responsible, you know, the leadership that was responsible for the genocide. Oh yeah, I mean they had already actually been convicted of war crimes and had been sentenced uh, in absentia in Turkey uh, right after the war. Those later, Kemal Ataturk would uh, uh, remove all those convictions, but at the time they were war criminals who were basically on the run. And 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 who are who organized? I mean, how how did it come about? At, at, what was the genesis of it? There was a. Uh, I mean, was it an accountant and a, and a, and another guy just sitting in a bar one day saying, "Hey, why don't we <laughs> why don't we do this?" Or how how did it start? No, the key man was a was a, a, re a revolutionary and a parliamentarian in uh, Turkey in right. the Ottoman Empire named Armin Garo. And he went before the very young Armenian Republic, which existed at the time in the Caucasus, where it is now. And he asked the, uh, secretly to be given this mandate to, to run this organization. Uh, and he was helped with a man named Shahan Natali, who, and both of these men had plenty of connections in the United States. So I guess they felt that it would be safer to run it from the United right. States. But these two men ran it, and then they had uh, various people helping them on many different levels, as well as the gunmen. And when's the movie coming out? <laughs> it sounds like a great, great movie. Well, we're too. talking to different people right now. I'm, I'm very glad that there's a book yeah. so that w if we ever do do a movie, yeah. people can look at the book because it's a pretty complicated story. And yeah. my greatest challenge was how to simplify it, make Absolutely. it easy to and read about. And in a about. movie, they always have a poetic license to change whatever whatever the book was. Do you have confidence? Does the Armenian community? I know you don't speak for them all, but does the Armenian community have confidence that? Maybe the next president will will recognize, uh, you know. And here we have a president who has some kind of special yeah, he, uh, he does affinity it. for, you know, uh, Muslim Brotherhood, et cetera. And that's maybe why he, he broke his promise. And the next president won't. And will I, I can't say it. what the next president will do, but I do think that at some point the United States has to stop buckling under pressure from Turkey. It's like the, the, the tail wagging the dog. Come on. Mm -hmm. we, we're the most powerful country on earth. They're saying they don't want to talk about it, which is an absurd request. Every other major civilized country has admitted to their past uh, misdeeds. And, and, and Turkey, if it wants to join the family of nations, 
has to do this. Otherwise, they're a second-class country but forever. Fortunately, Eric, they're in NATO, which I don't understand. I mean, Turkey is more likely to start fighting with Israel than maybe any other country in that region. Uh, they have Israel's relationships and, and common strategic alliances with now with Saudi Arabia and Egypt because what Obama has done, Turkey hates Israel. I mean, Turkey is, is provocative towards Israel, and they're in NATO. So what do we do? If Israel has to fight back at NATO, do we attack Israel? <laughs> I don't know how Turkey's in NATO. Well, I think there are structures and there are structures. At the, at the end of the day, Israel, Turkey, Saudi Arabia and Egypt are allies against what they perceive as the, the main enemy, Iran. Iran. Yeah. yeah, well, that's the only saving grace. Hey, great book. Thanks for great. coming on. Thank you so much. to meet you. I've enjoyed your work. Yeah, same here. Um, so there's kind of like his take in a nutshell, which kind of I felt like he kind of explained the, the gist of it a little bit easier yes. than I could explain it, that's for yeah. sure. I mean, basically, it's a, it's about a group of people who go back on it. It's a revenge yes, story. Yes, it's a revenge story. Um. The whole What's Armenian the movie with Brad Pitt where he went back to kill all the Nazis? <laughs> Inglorious Bastards? Yes, it's like that. Yeah. It's like that. Or sort it's of. like the Avengers. Or the Prevengers. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I mean the Armenian genocide like to this day is just it's what they call one of the m modern errors of genocide. Because I guess the Holocaust was back, you know, I, I don't know. But they called it like the well, this more... is before This is before the Holocaust. So they called it like the... Uh, it was like a precursor. Of yeah, the so... But I'm it, sure it the sucks. Nazis took, took their notes. Yes, they did. But it does, you know, it's very disheartening when a lot of politicians refuse to say what it is because they're scared. Just say what it is. Um, it but is it, what I it mean, is. the... This, this, so the whole operation began when 300 Armenian leaders, writers, and thinkers um, and professors were collected and deported or killed. So that's the Armenian genocide. That's how it all started. 5,000 of the, of the Armenians were also segregated in their homes to a point where they were, like, living in squalor. Mm -hmm. um, I have some more stuff. So they burned them alive. They threw them off cliffs. They drowned them in rivers. Um, they had squads. The Turkish had squads made up of um, murderers and ex-convicts, basically, to get rid of these yeah. Armenian people. All hands on deck. Yeah. Um, in 1918 and, and if 1919... you've ever been all hands on deck in a murderous firing squad, you can call us, leave, leave us a voicemail yeah. and tell us about it. Yeah, 3682 Let's do it. <laughs> um, in 1918 to 1919, the agenda on Congress was... Justice about to say Walter Cronkite. was justice against those responsible for Armenian genocide. They decided that to give justice would only be to take out the leaders and the people who were responsible for this. So at that point, a blacklist was created containing over 200 people. The first person on the first number one target on that list was Talat Pasha. Uh, that. Uh, he basically jump-started the whole genocide situation. Mm -hmm. He was target number one. Um, so it, so all these leaders, so these leaders in, in Armenia come together and they decide he's enemy number one. So they don't, they end up killing these people, but what they really wanted to do, they didn't want to just kill these people. They wanted it to become a publicity kind of stunt. Because they wanted more people to know. They wanted more people to be aware of, of what, what happened. Because even to this day, people will not say it's Armenian genocide. 
So Telliot was actually killed on March 15th, 1921, and he was killed by Sagman Taman, who was later acquitted of killing that person. Um, the leader of this group actually told the people who killed, you know, these leaders, don't run. Kill this person and then stand on the skull if you have to. Because all they wanted to do was, because the more court appearances you have, the more publicity. They wanted people to be aware of what was going on. And that's what I loved about this. There was a whole underlying issue that they wanted, you know, people to realize what was going on. So there was actually a quote. I, I had a screenshot, but I can't find it. Where the leader basically said, once you kill this person, do not run away. We want a trial to happen. So I think it's a very interesting story. And I think that it's very cool that a government took, you know, what they could and basically quit pro quo, I guess, kind of say. Squid pro quo. Squid. <laughs> I think this is a cool story. And... Look, genocide is never good. Can we just agree? Between Avengers and this, I'm tired of talking about genocide. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be talking about more about genocide next week when we do more <laughs> Avengers and Game Talk. And speaking of more genocide, I got an end in song. <coughs> I don't know what it is, but it just says Thor sings Old Town Road for Thanos. That's fine. It's a pair parody. I All don't right, know what it we'll is. We'll see it. All right, but yeah, so guys, check out the Armenian Genocide and everything that happened. Check out the Eric Botsin's book, uh, Bogusin. Bogusin. Yes, it's called it Project name. Nemesis. Yeah, check it out. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to check it out. I've been reading a lot of books here recently, so I'll be checking it out. Check Good. it out. All right. Good for you. All I right. Know. I'm smart. We are the XD Experience. You can contact us, xdexperience.com, as all of our stuff. You can call and leave us a voicemail, 1 802 483 Agent M is like over there, like with sleepy eyes. I'm tired. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely the Armenian. <laughs> what else would they call it? Mass kill. I yeah, know. I mean, it's called it's the Armenian genocide. Gen I don't. Genocide. I don't understand. I don't even know why there's a, a why a, there's it's a it's ridiculous. But it was a genocide. Is that Mike from Stranger Things? Yes. Why is he on this trail? I have no idea. All right, I'm Agent no M. People, I'm Inspector Gidget. The only history you don't know is the history you haven't been told. Peace out, Brussels sprouts. Keep real banana peel, dino fire, all y'all. <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's gonna be stupid. I don't know. I just googled funny. Take Stormbreaker to Thanos. I'm gonna fight till what? I can't Who no more. I'm gonna take Stormbreaker to Thanos. I'm gonna fight till I can't no more. Should've gone for the head, my biggest regret. Now I gotta <laughs> live with half the universe is dead. And why did we remain? My friends all think the same. We owe it to the fallen, gotta bring them back some way. Cap tells everyone to move on. But not us, no, we hold on. Cap tells everyone to move on. But not us, no, we hold on. Then I still has the stones, if his whereabouts is known. Then we gotta go and get them, try and bring back all those gone. I know we lost before, Banner says we might again. 
join the cause and with our powers we can win Cap tells everyone to move on <laughs> But not us, no we hold on Cap tells everyone to move on But not us, no we hold yeah, on Yeah, I'm gonna take Stormbreaker to Thanos I'm gonna fight till I can't I no more I'm gonna take Stormbreaker to Thanos I'm gonna fight till I can't we'll get no more Doctor Strange that. one. Doctor Strange one. Doctor Strange one with a long intro to subscribe. Not as long. Doctor Stephen Strange. <laughs> well, the arrogant and well acclaimed. You can call me Dr. Stephen Strange, the best damn neurosurgeon around Till a car accident left me bound. I hate to say it's on my fault, but bolts, cuts, wise inside, hands are tied Mad at myself, I gotta figure this out, no doubt in my options, I try every route Paraplegic Bang Bond, who's reformed, points to Kathmandu in Camatage, the guru doctors must have had a breakthrough But what now you telling me? My one way journey was to learn about Chakra's energy? Please, I don't believe for a second you're fake Wait, what did you just do to me? <laughs> this world is one of many I can see I'll take a step in dimensions Unseen forge weapons in there really well Take a talk to wherever Maybe New York, take a talk to wherever Yeah, this world is one of many I can see I'll take a step in dimensions Unseen Your world distracts and it consumes you I protect you from press light on my move From press light on my move, yeah my ambitions worry you, you got deja vu Compare me to Cassilius, you shouldn't do <laughs> He didn't read the small print when he stole from you The text reads it and no pain with your mama Sanctums fall, I protect on my debut the cloak of levitation really came through But Cassilius is gone and kills the ancient one Head to Hong Kong and it's already begun This world is one of many I can see I'll take a step in dimensions Unseen forge weapons in there and portals Take a talk to wherever Maybe New York, take a talk to wherever Yeah, this world is one of many I can see I'll take a step in dimensions Unseen your world distracts and it consumes you I protect you from press light on my move From press light on my move, yeah Mamu. I've come to bargain. I've come to bargain. I've come to bargain. <laughs> Don't mamu. Don't mamu. 
one of many I can see I'll take a step in dimensions Unseen forge weapons in meta and portals Take this up, there's a Marvel DC piano battle Maybe New York, take a shot to wherever, yeah This world is one of many I can see I'll take a step in dimensions Unseen Your world distracts and it consumes you Up a test to front press slide on my move From press slide on my move, yeah Hey, what's up guys? I hope you enjoyed that. I know I don't really sound anything like Dr. Stephen Strange, Dr. Stephen Strange. Oh, yeah, he just sounds like an old guy, really. Are you guys enjoying the Marvel series or are you just like, yeah, stick to Pennywise? Like it. Stick to Pennywise. I don't know. We'll watch the next week. I've come to bargain. I've come to bargain. Dimensions unseen. Dormammu. I've come to bargain. That part right there. Because the whole time I'm watching that scene, I'm like, how many fucking times are we going to do this? Like, three is enough. But it went on. And That's on. the point. And I know. Movie. I know. I get it. I get it. But I'm just saying. I've come to bargain. <laughs> it sounds uh, like he's saying, Give me my toboggan. <laughs> what? Give me my toboggan. What did Harmony call the coins? Shillings? I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Coins. Colopolis? Oh, by the way, there's actually. Um, Steve, Polychronopolis. <laughs> Do you know that's from? No. Okay, hold on. One more. <laughs> I feel like I should. Yeah, I don't know why you don't. I probably do. It's Adam I'm Sandler, so old school. With names. It's a funny ass song from back in the day. He, I'm a big fucking dick. I'm a pain in your ass. ass. Old school shit from back when he was singing. But maybe you don't remember. I probably do. Steve, Holly Chronopolis. Steve. Holly Chronopolis. I'm a big fucking dick. Is that Paul Rudd? Yeah, I don't know. I'm Might a pain be. in your ass. I drink all your beer. Then I eat the I'll last eat the slice. slice. I'll give you Charlie horses. I'll pull your shorts down at the beach. I always need a ride. Nobody likes me. Rob Schneider. Motherfucking Paul Chronopolis. Keep your shippers. Motherfucker. 
fucking! Holy Grenopolis. Can I just say I love the fact that he carried all these people along with him? Still does. He did. Phone wallet cheese. Well, I know it's old, like, no, I'm saying, like, shit for brains, douchebags. Phone wallet keys is like a month ago. So your dog Goodbye. runs away. I'll make fun of your pimple. Then I'll grab your sister's ass. Cost my name's Deal with it. Always. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.